This is Jesus Politics by Tony Franklin. Welcome to our Advent Devotion Podcast Series. These scriptures, devotions, thoughts, and prayers are based on the Revised Common Lectionary Daily Readings. The scriptures come from the New International Version of the Holy Bible. This episode is for December 25th, 2018, and is entitled Trading Homes. But when the kindness and love of God, our Savior, appeared, He saved us, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of His mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that, having been justified by His grace, we might become heirs, having the hope of eternal life from Titus chapter 3, verses 4 through 7. Throughout the history of the world, and continuing in some places today, people have been divided into roughly three classes, nobility, priests, and servants. The concept of democracy and socialism has tried to shake this up every so often, but even in governments that preach the concept of equality, it rarely makes it into practice for long we settle back into these three classes. The nobility rule and are charged with protecting everyone. In traditional monarchies, the nobility make up the soldiers and army because the servants are not allowed to have or train with weapons. So nobility put their own neck on the line to fight for their country. They then, by rights, are the official landowners. The priests teach everyone and usually use whatever form of spirituality they possess to reinforce the trifold cultural status quo. The servants, they serve. They farm and manufacture so that the entire society can grow. Everyone is important and each has their own place. In these societies, the birth of a prince is the promise of a future, the promise of leadership and protection, the promise of order and peace. Everyone comes out to the celebration. In that sense, the invitation of shepherds and foreign kings at the birth of Jesus, the Prince of Heaven, is not entirely out of place. However, Paul writes to Titus and uses a very strange word regarding our relationship with God's kingdom. He calls us heirs. In Christ's kingdom, if he is our Lord, we are certainly his servants. I'm not even sure we are worthy of being priests in his kingdom. And yet, God does the impossible and announces to all the guests at the birth of his only begotten son that we are all being adopted in as his children and will share the kingdom and eternal life with Jesus. This doesn't make sense. The king does not invite everyone to live in the palace. The president does not invite the nation to join him in the White House. The nobility are kept separate because they have to be better than us to lead us. We would just mess it all up. Luke chapter 15 is the only way I can wrap my head around this. Jesus tells the story of a man who left home and lost everything. 
And when he finally worked up the courage, he returned home and he asked his father if he could live on the property as a servant. The father, however, could not wait to see his son again and restored him to his place of nobility. I think Jesus makes us his brothers and sisters because God intended us to be his children from before we were even born. We have all run away from home, and this Christmas Day, we celebrate that God has come to bring us back home. How would you feel if you were to be made an heir of heaven today? What would be most exciting for you? What would be most frightening? What would have to change for you to stay there as an heir? Lord, we cannot give you enough thanks and praise for the mercy you have shown us by sending your own beloved Son away from you to come into our world and make a way for us to come back home. Help us this day and every day to respond in love and to run to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to Jesus Politics by Tony Franklin.